0: Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Friends of the Show. I am Stephen W. Skinner and this is the podcast where I speak with the funniest and nicest folks on Twitter. They're the friends of the show. This week's friend is Mason Peteford at Mason Shouting on Twitter. Mason is a very funny and nice creative person who was a delight to talk to we chat about some real life experiences and have a laugh answering some great questions from our twitter friends let's roll it friends of the show episode 29 with mason Pedford. right now
1: i get up i walk i fall down meanwhile i keep dancing by daniel hilal
0: Daniel Hillel. Well, what a lovely quote. Thank you for providing that, Mason, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for having me.
0: All right. So do you have any particular reason behind the quote why you picked that one?
1: Um, Kind of, I guess. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist, and it causes a lot of stress, and it's like coming back and like biting me in the butt right now like I'm breaking out and getting acne and stuff so I'm trying to relearn how to like chill out you know and that quote just says to me like chill out Ah,
0: it is very important to chill out everyone needs to remember that so please Do chill out. (laughs) All right. Well, I should tell the listeners, uh, Mason is a talented and funny writer and artist dabbling in many forms of media and doing lots of very fun things. Check out all her writing and whatnot at masonwithapen.com. And very cool Needlepoint things, which I think we'll talk about as well, and uh, an Etsy store. She was also a guest on Making Friends with Mark McGark, and we love Mark and his podcast, so definitely listen to those old episodes we were just talking about. So, yeah, that's uh, that's our background. Love to have uh, Maison on. Thank you for joining us. Am I saying that correctly? I always want to say Maison, because I'm French immersion.
1: you're Canadian, Yeah. Yeah. Now- People here say Mason. Some people call me, like my high school drama teacher always called me Maison because he said it was fancier.
0: You can call me that if you want. I kind of want to land somewhere in the middle, like Maison, Maison, like with the soft-ass... But yeah, it
1: makes me sound like classier than I am, which is good because the story I have to tell you later is like not classy <laughs> at all. So let's, yeah, let's like class me up.
0: Incredibly a classy story from Maison Perfor. Yes, perfect
1: accent, perfect.
0: So yeah, you guys, I guess you get that a lot. People, do they assume that you're French as well? Like, just start. They're like, oh, bonjour, comment ça va.
1: Yeah, well, no, I mean, like, not a lot of people speak French here. Um, I mean, I can get by in a conversation. I actually am, like, for you know, how white people say, like, oh, I'm, like, 40% Irish and <laughs> 30%... Je- I actually am, so... You
0: I'm did your 23 and me or whatever?
1: <laughs> yeah, your ancestry. Yeah. dot ancestry.com. I mean, I don't speak fluent French, but, like, if someone were to come up to me and say that, I could probably get by. But, no, that's... I mean, I'm in Charleston, South Carolina. That doesn't really happen often.
0: You just go up to people and be like, Je maison? and they're like, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like the, huh? Like the, what? Huh? Sounding. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a, I mean, it's it's a different place down there. I don't think I've, I've been to Myrtle Beach. That's pretty close to around. Oh, man. Myrtle Beach
1: is like the butthole of South Carolina. I'm
0: sorry, that's the only place. Yeah, it's like a tourist trap, right? Like us Canadian people, are yeah. like, ah, uh, let's just get to the closest beach.
1: Yeah, it's all like, like, beach shops and strip clubs it's like kind of depressing
0: uh yeah i guess i was sort of like a younger teenager when i went uh the last time but i do remember all the beach shops it was 100 percent beach shops (laughs) just like along the strip and then the beach played a lot of mini golf
1: (laughs) yeah yeah i mean it's fun for like a weekend but if you stay longer than two days you're like oh i kind of want to die like i'm so sad and i don't know why and it's because it's Myrtle beach
0: yeah that's probably the the general vibe that i got cool t-shirts though i remember i got an incredibly embarrassing t-shirt i don't know why i bought it but it was like bright orange and it said cherry popper and i was like this is a a cool t-shirt nothing wrong with this and then i think i wore it once and never again
1: yeah, that you know that fits the Myrtle Beach brand like perfectly.
0: Just like all of all the shirts hanging on the walls of all these beach shops, that's the one that I decided was going to be cool. Great. <laughs> uh, Great. So now that I've embarrassed myself, let's get into your story. Oh, God, and see, wait,
1: I'm gonna like triple embarrass
0: myself. Super embarrassment podcast. That's what we do. And the title that you have given is. That time a hot doctor gave me a surprised pelvic exam. So yeah. already, we're deep into this story.
1: <laughs> okay. I am so nervous. Like, I'm so nervous just to be on your podcast, but also, like, this story is not... Well, it's gross, first uh, of all. Like,
0: any kids I... listening, cover your ears or hit that fast-forward 15. Uh,
1: yeah, just, just stop listening. But uh, <laughs> I was... I swear to God, I was trying to think of, like, any other story I could tell, and this was, like, the only thing... I even asked my best friend. I was like, "What? Like, what should I do?" And she said, "Like, this. My life is so boring, and like, this is the only. this is my only choice. So <laughs> it's gonna be like, um, it's gonna be gross. I'm gonna try not to be gross." Yeah, but trigger warning.
0: We've. I think we've alerted everyone that it's gonna be R R rated material. That's why the show has an explicit label on it. So I think we're okay.
1: Okay, so I can be dirty. Let's be dirty.
0: get real with it.
1: <laughs> okay, I. I have this like chronic conditions where like I go to physical therapy for it. But a couple years ago before physical therapy, I was like seeing urologist after urologist because like one of my, one of my legs is shorter than the other one. So my hips are all out of whack and it makes me pee all weird. But, uh, <laughs> no, that is real a thing very
0: interesting. <laughs> uh, and it's an unexpected, I uh, guess a side effect or symptom of that I would not think of.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing is like, My left leg is, like, half an inch shorter than the other leg, and I also run a lot. So if you think about it, that's a lot of, like, going back and forth on legs that aren't the same length, which is, like, not good for you. So it kind of, like, it makes my pelvis all tight, and it causes, like, I don't know if um, male UTIs are really rare, so I don't know if you ever had a UTI, but it basically feels like I have UTI, like, all the time. It's called interstitial cystitis. Um, it's it's like not it's a very like minority group of people that deal with it and um, there's no cure so I'm just like going through urologists and the third urologist I'm referred to basically it was a nightmare like it was like something out of a sitcom it was just so awful the story is that I had an appointment with him in this like rich neighborhood and I was running late that day like I slept in I was running late I was in pain I was just a mess um, I gulp down some iced coffee, which that's going to be important later, but, uh, <laughs> I get, you know, cause coffee shit, but I get there and, um, I'm waiting in the waiting room and then the coffee hits me and I'm just like, like having an ass disaster in this guy's office
0: in the waiting room.
1: Yeah. And I, it's like, it's like the night, like the richest neighborhood around here. So it's like, Oh, I'm taking like, <laughs>
0: So there's Like a, a guy with a monocle sitting in the waiting room and there's like a lady with a tiny dog.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> really it is. It's called, it's Mount Pleasant and that's like the rich neighborhood around here. So finally, they call me back and I'm like, Oh my God, my ass is exploding. So they're telling me that like, of course, when you go to urologist, you need to give a urine sample. So they're like, we need you to peanut this cup. And I'm like, Oh my God, how am I going to like, not basically like not shit in this cup, you know? Cause I'm like, <laughs> I can't, I'm sorry, this is so gross already, but I'm like, I, I can't like stop the floodgates, you know? I can't like let one thing out and like stop the other. But I managed it after like blowing up Extreme their bastards.
0: Extreme focus yeah, that would damage.
1: Yeah, right? Like, oh my God, it took like monk like focus to like <laughs> fill that cup of urine. All the other urologists I've been to, and I've been to a lot, there's like, have you ever been to urologists?
0: I have not
1: haven't okay so there's like a little door in the bathroom where you open the door and you put in your sample and then the door it's like this little door that opens on the other side so the nurses can take it out okay right so you don't have to walk out into the hallway holding a cup of your own pit right oh
0: wow yeah that really helps
1: okay well they didn't have that so <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was like that's really innovative that's good
1: it's, i'm like wow that's but great. they did not have, they have that like all the urologists i've been to around here and like the not as nice like the not as nice neighborhood so you would think that like the rich neighborhood like you know get it together but she was like just pee in this cup and come out when you're done so i walk out of the bathroom and it doesn't smell good but i'm like walking out with a cup of my own urine in my hands and i'm like frantically trying to find a nurse you know you just and there's to get
0: like, rid of it who wants yeah. this urine
1: and there's, like, it's, like, close to the waiting room, so, like, other patients can see me, so I'm just, like, frantically looking around, like, breathing, like, sweaty from, like, shitting my brains out, and, like, holding this cup of my own piss in my hand and people are, like, walking past me, and I'm, like, for the love of God, don't bump into me, like, you're going to spill my piss all <laughs> over both of us. And finally, like, a nurse finds me and takes my cup of pee from me, um, so that was the first, like... That's when I knew I was like, "This is so awkward. Like, this is not. This
0: is not good." It's a rough start.
1: <laughs> but then I go in and meet my doctor, and of course, he's like super hot.
0: Mm, can you describe him for the listeners?
1: <laughs> so he's like a hotter version of Nick Kroll, right? Okay, all right. Yeah, I mean he's married, so it's not like it really matters. No, but it's still not. like it's it, it's still like it's a hot guy, you know. But when I get in there and I first meet him, he's like, surprise, I want to give you a pelvic exam. And, uh... Did he
0: say it like that? (laughs) It's like, you win! You're the 50th patient today.
1: You get a free pelvic exam. It wasn't free. I actually paid for it. But no, I mean, I guess that's common sense. Like, new patient, you know, gotta gotta see what that lady business looks like. Like, the first thought in my head was like, oh my god, when was the last time I even showered? (laughs) <laughs> this is when it like starts to get really gross if you're uncomfortable with lady business you should probably stop listening so he leaves the room he's like okay I'll be back in like a minute and just you know like undress and I'm gonna take a take a peek in the hoo-ha
0: definitely like, didn't pan- say that
1: <laughs> no no he'd probably get fired if he said that but I'm like I'm panicking because I'm like oh my god I just like blew ass in this guy's office and I haven't showered in like three days and he wants to, like, go digging for gold down there. So I'm, like, frantically scanning the room. Like, what can I, like, freshen up with, you know? All there was <laughs> was a box of tissues. And it was, like, the thinnest tissues on the face of this earth. Like, they were, like, the flimsiest, like, but it's all I had. So I, like, used that to try to, just, like, freshen up, you know? just
0: Like one-ply tissues.
1: <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so gross. Yeah, I'm just, like, so desperate to, like, do anything to clean up. But it doesn't It doesn't go well. How do I, like – I'm trying to describe it as having graphic. So, be, like, picture a kid who's, like, finger painting, and, like, he gets paint on the table, and his mom's like, oh, no, you made a mess. And he's like, oh, don't worry, I got it. And he wipes it up, but the rag that he's wiping it up with is, like, covered in paint. <laughs> And so he just like makes a huge mess And it like just keeps getting worse
0: Yeah it's a very graphic visual I'm glad that that was the the Scene that you painted
1: <laughs> So here like what I'm saying Is those tissues were not like they did not Stay together like it, they were Falling apart
0: bad tissues yeah Not the ones you wanted For that job
1: right so uh, it, It's not going well And any <laughs> minute I'm like oh my god he's gonna Come in here and like I'm not Done yet I don't want to get caught like, fiddling with my business and have to be like, it's not what it looks like, you know? So I'm like, <laughs> okay, I better just, like, get on the table and, like, spread them. And he comes in, and I try to relax just by, like, you know, small talk and, like, telling jokes, which is, like, okay, you're not a lady, so you wouldn't get this, but, like, if you have ever go to, like, the OBGYN and you, like, you tell jokes, like, when they laugh, there's, like, this giant gust of laughter wind.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah.
1: All up in your business, you yeah, know. So you're like, Oh jeez, like laugh in the other direction, you know, like he's this guy's like laughing straight into my vagina.
0: So it's like that uh when you go to the eye doctor, they do that puff of air into your eye.
1: Oh my god, yes. And I try to act all cool, like I'm not gonna jump this time, like I'm not gonna be <laughs> a bitch. And then I jump every time.
0: There's no way to not jump. It's
1: Yeah, it's just like that, right? It's
0: instinctual.
1: Yeah, that's the perfect, that's better than my uh, finger painting metaphor. (laughs) So So finally it's over, and, like, he doesn't say any, of course, like, he's a professional, so he's not like, you nasty bitch, you know, he's, (laughs) I mean, fine, like, it's all fine. Like, I get dressed, and later we say bye, and uh, he shakes my hands with, like, his bare, ungloved hands, and, like, he shook the hand that I was just, like, beautifying my business (laughs) And so I, like, I looked him straight in the eye and all I can think is, like, oh, my God, this hot doctor dude just, like, touched my vagina, right? Because it's, like, the hand that I was using.
0: Boom. <laughs> to,
1: like, clean myself up and I'm, like, oh, my God, like, I feel so bad. That's so gross. He just, like, he shook my hand, like,
0: barehanded. I, well, I just want to say I'm sure he's handled way grosser things than that being a, a urologist.
1: Uh, thank you, I guess. <clears throat>
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that that was super gross, but you know, I'm just saying, relatively, that's nothing to him, probably.
1: Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I really tore it up in that bathroom. <laughs> and I hope he didn't go in there afterwards. Like, oh my God, like, she is so nasty. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I hope that they maybe just lit, you left the door open or something.
1: Just yeah, well, I was like them. exiting with my cup of urine. That whole situation was just.
0: So you didn't enjoy carrying the cup of urine. I think I've had to do, like, the pee into a cup of urine, but it was like you just leave it in that room, and they grab them all from there later. You don't have to carry it anywhere. That's the normal thing to do, but I swear to
1: God, these people were, like, sadists, (laughs) and they just wanted to see me. Or it was like, you know, they were like, let's act out a sitcom and have this dumb bitch carry her urine in a tiny cup in a hallway full of people you know that she has to dodge like some kind of video game where she's like the rich people
0: little. know the secret little door that looks like the toilet paper holder but you just pull back and yeah. that's the secret door that only rich people know about
1: yeah they were like she's poor Make like her illuminati
0: <laughs> it could be it could be we're just saying
1: Thank you for enduring that disgusting.
0: And thank you for sharing it—a very open <laughs> discussion about a surprise pelvic exam. You don't often get that, but I'm glad that you shared it. I hope no one was yeah. grossed out. I wasn't grossed out. It's a natural part of life getting pelvic exams.
1: Well, I'm still single. He did not leave his wife for <clears throat> me, so yeah. listeners.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's not, that's not also the normal way people meet. I don't think.
1: I guess not. You don't think that'd be like a cool, like meet cute.
0: No, it was like a abuse of power kind of thing or whatever, you know? Whatever that not is not it go against that code that they... I should know the name of the code. You know the Hippocratic Oath?
1: Like doctors can't like date patients? Is that what you're talking about? I
0: no, not I guess, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's probably not that. It's probably just the fact that he's like, oh my God, this bitch, like, she demolished my bathroom and <laughs> then she came in here. Yeah. I won't, I won't say anymore
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we heard the story we know what happened <laughs> and i thank you for the story is what i was getting to thank you for sharing
1: thank you for allowing me to like not censoring me and allowing me to even tell that
0: oh i'm going to totally censor it all after <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not going to censor it and now we get into the tweets so we have three tweets from Mason at Mason shouting. So it used to be Mason with a pen. Now yeah. Mason shouting. So why the rebrand?
1: Um, it's because I am starting a new job in government in the next couple of weeks.
0: Oh, congratulations! And
1: thank you, thank you. It's it's a great job. Uh, I met my boss already, and he's a great dude. Um, they're just like government is like. Crazy slow. So now I'm just like in the waiting period for the new Paperwork and stuff. But I wanted to be a little more anonymous. And I'm kind of giving up my uh, Mason with a pen was my freelancing career, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of putting that off to the side a little bit. So I kind of wanted to separate my Twitter because I, I think I might be shutting down some of my freelance stuff. So I kind of wanted to oh, discuss myself it. and be a little more anonymous.
0: I understand. Yeah, a few people on the podcast have been anonymous guests, and I think that's cool. You know, it's important to protect your privacy sometimes, <laughs> especially when you're talking about pelvic exams and this like. Yeah. <laughs> You definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, very cool. Uh now it's Mason shouting into the void.
1: Yes. Perfect.
0: Oh, when your Halloween name Mason shrieking.
1: Yeah, that was Allie, I think that was Allie's idea. I think Allie and Ash, I think,
0: that was, I think that Oh, shout good. out to the ladies, Allie and Ash. Thanks, ladies. All right, now let's get into these tweets. So I will read this first tweet from Mason, and it is in line to get my farmer's market kettle corn fix. Her. Oh no, we're all out. JK. Me. Shaking. This is no time for jokes, you farmer bitch! <laughs> was that close? <laughs> so was that, well. <laughs> it was okay?
1: Yeah, that was good.
0: I'm working on the tweet-weeding. Weed, tweet you did a good tweet weeding. Okay, good. Uh, would you like to try uh, a weeding?
1: No, I don't
0: want to. Uh, I don't. Okay, yeah, no, it's not good. Um, and in fact, I might be altering the format of the show so that there's a little bit less tweet weeding. Good at it. I I, probably- I, I I like it, but you know for the for the flow and everything, we're we're looking into some great changes here at the friends of the show. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay. Look for
0: those in the future, so next tweet is comforting myself after a bad tweet it's okay to suck because we must stay accessible for all the fans (laughs) it's true i identify with this one
1: i feel like people don't think that's that funny but
0: not funny but more more real
1: like (laughs) my most successful tweets i don't really like and like the only tweets i like are ones that have like no no engagement
0: on them Mm. and that's one of them that's interesting oh you like this one a lot that's why you picked it uh, Yeah, Yeah, I like it because it's sort of (laughs) like uh, any excuse when you tweet some bad tweets, which we all inevitably do. If you tweet funny jokes or bad jokes, whatever, um, there's gonna be good ones, there's gonna be bad ones. And you just have to comfort yourself (laughs) after a bad one, especially uh, when you think it could be okay. And then it ends up being not good at all.
1: Me every time, like this, this is gonna be it. Like, this is gonna be my viral tweet, and uh, not <laughs> <hasn't happened>
0: yet, <laughs> not yet, but someday you just keep following that voice. You just have to stay true to yourself, keep doing <laughs> the ones that make you laugh. Yeah, keep
1: tweeting diarrhea jokes, it'll keep happen.
0: Tweenin', keep tweeting, keep tweeting. All right, well, very good. And the third tweet from Mason is Ice Cream Isle, a sage old woman whispers. Child, get the quart. <laughs> Me. That lady was nice. Cashier. Who? Back there. There was no lady. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, perfect. Spooky content.
1: No one liked that one. I, I liked it. Nobody, nobody, liked,
0: nobody it. liked it. A <laughs> hundred and thirty-five people liked it, but I guess relatively nobody liked it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, like, that's not...
0: <laughs> that's definitely not viral. <laughs>
1: but I cracked myself up. That's all that matters, right?
0: What What do you think this age-old woman's voice sounds like? That's what I want to know.
1: So, when I wrote it, I was kind of thinking about, like, the Matrix, and, like, there is no spoon, you know? Oh, but, okay. like, the Oracle and the Matrix were just like, child, get the core," Just, like... Like she's seen some shit. Like her voice just sounds like she's lived a lot of lives. You know, yeah, yeah. you did it really well. Like just the way you did it.
0: I was trying, yeah, because she's clearly a sage old woman. So I was really trying to get that wisdomy feel. Yeah, but it's difficult. Yeah. You really have to have the wisdom to make it sound across to come across.
1: You're wise. You you nailed it.
0: <laughs> thank you very much, and thank you for selecting those three tweets and sending them to us for the show. I know. People don't always like to do that, to pick their own tweets, but I'm glad that you picked ones that you liked and you didn't fall into the trap of picking just your most popular tweets.
1: Yeah, definitely. These are all, like, very unsuccessful tweets.
0: Yeah, oh, these are, oof, 135, 236.
1: They're all there. <laughs>
0: That first one had 753 as of the time of this recording.
1: That one that's like my favorite tweet of all time. That was actually inspired by uh Do you watch Always Sunny?
0: I have seen it. I'm a little bit uh not fully versed.
1: Well, if you've seen it, you'll know. I mean, you'll know enough like so Dennis is my favorite character and he always adds bitch like like farmer bitch to me is like something that Dennis would say. So that's why
0: got it so you wrote it in that his voice
1: <laughs> yeah i have a huge crush on him oh, nice. but yeah that's like a dennis tweet to me
0: and we should say that is a great show everyone should be watching it all every episode i've seen this is super hilarious but i want to watch it from the beginning but it seems daunting now because there's a ton of seasons out there now
1: you can do it it's like it's like nine you can do that in like A
0: day. I can do it. I believe in yourself, yeah. I have like the first season on D V D and I've watched probably half of the first season, so
1: D V D.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. You don't use those anymore? Oh man, I'm old. It's on Netflix. All
1: that's on Netflix.
0: Oh, is it good? Yeah, I'll definitely watch on Netflix. I have Netflix, I'm not that old. Guys, I'm cool. We hey, have stream
1: watching Stranger Things.
0: I have watched the first season and as of the time of this recording, the second season has been out for what, a day? Two days?
1: Yeah, fri- Friday. So,
0: so yeah, Friday, Friday to day. Sunday. Um have you watched all of the new one
1: Yes. You oh my god, I've been it? on an emotional roller coaster today. Like I'm I'm an empty shell of a human until I can see the next season.
0: Oh wow. So is, is it Is that a, dramatic? Yes. <laughs> is that a thumbs up?
1: Uh, yes oh my god it's so it's perfect like I wouldn't change a thing it's so good you gotta if you start binging it right now you could be done by like maybe (laughs) 5am
0: if I start right now Um, alright well I will definitely put it to the top of the queue and then (laughs) I'll let you know when we finish watching it
1: please do It's so. I need someone to like fangirl about with it or fan fanboy cause like I don't know if anyone else has finished it but I finished it today
0: Oh, yeah, I'm sure all the hardcore fans have already done that, right? Um, yeah, they
1: probably finished, like, Friday. Yeah, message
0: or... board's already been blowing up. Well, the thing was, this time they released it at midnight Pacific time. So East Coast people like yourself had to wait until 3 a.m., I heard.
1: Oh, I didn't know that because I, like, I don't like to stay up past, like, 10 p.m. All
0: right, so you're deep asleep, but you got to it the next day on your own time.
1: Yeah. And then, I, well, actually, I watched most of them. T- I watched, like, five in a row today. And you know, like, how weird it feels when you're just, like, staring at the TV for, like, five hours? You just, like, forget that you're, like, even a person? Like, it's was so
0: weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you kind of turned into that television zombie that they warned yeah. us about in the 80s.
1: That was me today.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, I will have to check that out. And I did like the first season, so I like all the influences that they bring to it.
1: Yeah. Let me know. Let me know if you love it. If you don't love it, then we're, we're not
0: friends. Yeah, I won't tell you if I don't love it. Just won't bring, <laughs> I just won't bring it up again. <laughs> but thank you for the tweets. And now we get into your picks. Picked from literally hundreds of tweets online, you have selected these three tweets. The first of which comes to us from a good hair person at a good hair person. Skep. Skepony, I believe, is the, yeah. mm-hmm. the current um, nomenclature for this person. And the tweet is, Watches an extremely cute guy flirt with an equally cute girl at the gym from the floor above like an old witch on a mountain. <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs>
1: it's so good, Stephen. I can't even tell you how important this tweet has been for me. Like... Stephanie is the funny. Like this is my number one tweet in all of Twitter. It makes me laugh constantly. <laughs> and we actually like started a group, like a DM room of females, and we. I think it's called Mountain Witches. Like it's <laughs> fired by the tweet.
0: Deeply She's, influential tweet.
1: Yes, it's like that's our namesake. She's so funny, and this is my this is my favorite tweet on all of Twitter.
0: And that hair, very good. If you've seen the hair, you'll know. She,
1: yeah, she is a good hair person for sure.
0: Definitely good hair person. Everyone, go check her out at Good Hair Person. And thank you for picking that one. The next tweet comes to us from Tara Shue, one of the best at Tara Shue online. And the tweet is: A proper response to girl calling Amy in ladies' bathroom would have been silence, but instead I yelled, "You won't find your precious Amy here." <laughs> <laughs> That was so good. Tara Shue, so funny. So
1: oh, good.
0: And that tweet was from <laughs> OTT13. some 2000 Ot 13 what a time to be alive and on Twitter. Did you start a DM group for this one?
1: No. No, I don't have three DM groups for each of these three tweets, well,
0: unfortunately. Have you ever done that, though? <laughs> if, when asking, You won't
1: have your precious yeah, Amy Or here, insert
0: uh, name. You know, a person comes in and they're like, Jacqueline? Jacqueline ain't here! <laughs> you
1: know, but now I think I should. I think
0: everybody should. I mean, if you've seen this tweet and you don't do that. Yeah,
1: she's hilarious. That's like the funniest image in my head.
0: Yeah, and she has a ton of hilarious tweets, some of like the all-time classics. Um, she's like a Twitter OG, like this tweet's <laughs> from 013, right? So been doing it at a high level. And I think she – I don't know the full story about this person, but I'm pretty sure she like got hired writing somewhere, and now she's like a writer – um, oh, no
1: way. Yeah, I love her. She's so consistently funny.
0: Yeah, that, that's exactly it, right? Like, so consistently very good. So I'm glad that she uh, she finally made it.
1: She made it. And that's the goal and that's
0: the dream. That's a dream. All right, now we get into the third tweet that you have selected from Lizzie or Lisi. How do you say? How do you pronounce that person? I
1: don't know this person, but her tweet just touched me. <laughs> okay,
0: so L I S I say Lisi at Cave Device is the handle, and the tweet is on Ellen. Ellen, so I hear you tweet about wanting to die. Me, <laughs> yeah, I do. Death comes out, creeps up behind me. Oh my God, Ellen, you didn't. <laughs> This uh, <laughs> is a classic. We can all picture it. We've all seen the creep up on Ellen, right? That's so good. Uh, perfect. And this one is quite popular. Thirty-five thousand likes at the good. time of this recording. So it's everyone, good. go check out Cave Device for more fun tweets about potentially wanting to die.
1: It's my dream to write a tweet that I'm good. it
0: ever happen. Well, you keep at it. You keep wanting to die, and eventually, it'll uh, it'll help.
1: Oh, I got that down,
0: Pat. I got that down. Well, you're halfway there. To the grave, I mean. (laughs) All right. So now we get to everyone's favorite segment. It is questions from Twitter. And because uh, you are so incredibly popular uh, among all the cool Twitter people, we got a lot of good ones. We got a lot of questions. We got a lot of questions. So let's get I made right. them
1: do that. I threatened them.
0: Oh, is that what you did? Yeah, I did. Oh. Uh, I was just thinking that you were just like incredibly cool and just like jumping at the chance to, to pick your brain. No,
1: no. I definitely was like, listen, I know where you live. Send me question or else.
0: Oh, no. well, well, that... Explains it also. So the this
1: first,
0: be fun. It'd be great. Uh, I totally endorse that for all future guests listening. Go great. ahead. If whatever you need to do to get this many questions, the first of which comes to us from Rob Elliott at Rocky Momax. and he submitted the very first question, and it is as this: "Amazing with your incredibly long legs." If a car was gonna hit you, could you just step right over it and keep walking? I
1: love Rob. That's a good
0: question. It's an interesting question. So, we already talked about your legs. We know yeah. that you're on a bit of a lilt. You're on a bit of a tilt. <laughs> yeah. So
1: I'm a freak, basically. So well, that
0: it's only half an inch, but that's an important half inch. So
1: okay.
0: you lost that half inch on the on the leg height game.
1: Yeah, I still got it though, because I'm like 5'10", so I could like probably strangle a man with my thighs, honestly, if I wanted to.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. And I do want to a lot, but anyway, what was the question? If, if a car, a car, came car at me, was
0: going to hit you, yeah, cars coming right at you, you're in the middle of the street like you always do, and could you just step over it and just keep on walking like nothing happened?
1: Well, last time a car came at me, I just like roundhouse kicked it, and the guy, he died.
0: <laughs> no, doesn't sound believable. So you're saying it's, it's, you're it's answering depressing. in a different way. <laughs> so he just wants to know if you can walk over it. Not yeah. The last time you killed someone,
1: he's not with us anymore. Yeah, but I could. I could totally.
0: That's well, very funny. good. Five ten. Ooh, that's tall. That's taller than me.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I take pride in it.
0: <clears throat> that is good. Do you have any issues with being tall? Like, what are your what are the pros and cons?
1: No, it's all pros. So it's all pros. There's no cons. Uh, The one big pro is that it's great for intimidating men. Like if you wear like four inch heels, um, Mm -hmm. you can tell who the bitches are because they'll be like, "Mm, I don't like a tall woman. You know, like they're kind of like pussies about it. I kind of like kind of get my power from being taller than men. So that's the one
0: big pro. That is good. So you feel pretty good about being tall.
1: Yeah, I feel like it kicks a ass, you
0: know. Yeah, that is good. And so, do you often wear like the super tall heels, and you're like towering over like a six foot three guy? Yes,
1: as as awesome <laughs> as I possibly can.
0: That's great. All right. Well, thank you for your question, Rob. And Thanks, Rob. the next question comes to us from friend of the show, Timmy at the Timmy Toes, and his question is: What is an object completely broken or useless that you can't bring yourself to throw out? Um are you a hoarder?
1: No, you know I'm not a hoarder. Like I, I actually have a lot of like O C D like tendencies. Um so I don't like keep a bunch of stuff that I don't need. But I would say like I don't know, my will to live. <laughs> 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 I don't have an answer. Oh, actually no. Okay, so I'm wearing these leggings right now as we speak. There's like a giant hole in the crotch. and there's just there's holes all over, but they're really comfy. Mm. Um, I think maybe like a normal person would have thrown them out by now, but I'm wearing them for like a, com- it's like a comfort object. Yes. So great. maybe that counts.
0: Yeah. I think that's hundred percent counts. I think that's a great answer. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Timmy for your question and everyone go check out his episode of the podcast. Next questions come from friend of the show, Kevin at pan Midwest. The Pan-Midwesterner asks, One, how many cats is too many? And two, did you notice the number and answer to the previous question were the same?
1: Okay, first of all, Kevin, wrong again. Okay, we've gotten into, like, I don't know, two or three fights about cats. Kevin does not like cats. I don't know what's wrong with them. I love cats the only compliment Kevin has given me about my cats is that one of my cats is named Noche and it was Spanish for night for the ultra white people. See. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he's like, I think Kevin's like, ha- like Honduran. I think he's like half Honduran. So he's <laughs> like that. But other than that, he hates cats. And honestly, like, I don't know what, like, what is wrong with you, Kevin?
0: That's the question put back to Ke- Kevin. You're gonna to have to hit us up at FOTS Pod. Let us know.
1: Fight me, fight me, Kevin.
0: <laughs> Get back to Mason. So, but also thank you for your your yeah, questions. A bit <laughs> you know, thank you. Thank um, you for
1: your question and your friendship, also. But you're wrong.
0: <laughs> so he he he's of the belief that even one cat is too many. That's what he
1: he had like a bad experience with a cat, and he's letting it traumatize him. And I'm trying to tell yeah. him like, open your heart again, you know. But he won't
0: that's tough yeah that's tough I mean we all have our different experiences right so Mm -hmm. some people get scarred so yeah you just need to you just need to give him time and maybe he'll one day be able to open his heart to the cat community next question comes to us from friend of the show Jess at Jess okay fine and her question Mason hello what is the achievement you are most proud of
1: so hard uh befriending jess on twitter
0: (laughs) oh that That is very sweet
1: sweet. oh let me just say like i listened to her episode i think it was last night everyone should go listen to it it's great i love jess
0: are you talking about the very first the pilot episode of friends of the show podcast starting jess okay fine
1: I laughed so much at her story. Like I had the funniest visuals.
0: It was uh, like it. Jess was great. It was, um, so nice of her to be the very first guest. And I definitely want to have her back because I am a little bit more comfortable being, uh, the host now. Uh, and it would be great to, um, to have her back. So that is, uh, in the works, I think.
1: <laughs> Good. I want, I want to hear more of Jess talking. Honestly, that's all I want to. Yes, to. me
0: too. Love Jess. And Jess, thank you so much for your question. Um, everyone go follow at JessOKFine. Okay, she da best. And now we get two questions from friend of the show, Will, at Upside Down Trash, And he hits us with a bunch of questions. Let's take these one at a time. First mm-hmm. question, what's your least favorite book?
1: Okay. This is, like, the worst book I've ever read, but I read uh – I don't even know if it's like a well-known thing or if it's really obscure, but it's called six sick hipsters. And I read it in high school. And even then, like even when I was like not fully developed and very naive, I knew that this was just like the most bullshit book I've ever read. Like <laughs> it was just like constant name dropping and references and just like constant douchery. It was just, you know, like in like ultra indie people, trying to act
0: like super cool
1: i should have like guessed it from the title but it was it was the
0: worst It was a book about by people who were trying to sound cool (laughs) just like (laughs) oh yeah we listened to radiohead before everyone knew about them
1: yeah pretty much it was like they had this list of all the like obscure bands and shit that they liked and they like just kind of threw a storyline on top of it it was the worst it was just so awful and i'm like like i said i'd like OCD like tendencies that make me finish stuff that I hate, and I finished it, and I was just like gagging the whole time.
0: Well, at don't least you, yeah. At least you could yeah. That's a not a recommendation. What was it called again? Hip for the hipsters.
1: Six sick hipsters.
0: Six sick hipsters. Cool so Because <laughs> cool the first
1: bad book I've ever read.
0: <laughs> well, that's pretty good. You made it pretty far without reading a bad book.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was good, but uh don't read it.
0: <laughs> not a recommend. No. One thumb down.
1: Two thumbs down.
0: That's not how it works. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) That's what I'm given.
0: Okay, Will's next question is, what body part would you rename and what would you change to it?
1: Is that what he typed? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I love you. I take some grammar classes. (laughs) Um, I guess my butt is like, when I think body part, it's like, my butt, that's the first thing. You know, she's most important in my life. Um, I guess I would call her my HBIC, you know, my head bitch in charge. Okay. She calls the shots, yeah. She
0: so. <laughs> calls the shots. Yeah. Yeah, when you're on those six or uh, four-inch stilettos.
1: Yeah, right? She's like, she looks rocking in the four-inch field. So, yeah, she's my HBIC.
0: HBIC. Oh, went with an acronym. Yeah. Very good. And you wouldn't change a thing, obviously.
1: About my butt?
0: Yeah, I think that's part of the question.
1: I mean, maybe, like, if she could stop, like, you know, like, vomiting. <laughs> Gosh, like, that would be good. But, you know, it's okay, girl. I got you. We all have more time.
0: Yeah. Well, very good. And the third question. What's your favorite Muppet?
1: Um. Okay, my answer is I'm 23 years old that work like I feel like I'm too young or too old like I'm not I'm not old enough to like watch the Muppets but I feel like the Muppets were a bigger thing for people growing up who are like older than me like Will. I'm not saying he's super old but like a lot of my friends on Twitter are like 30 I don't I did not grow up with the Muppets. did you
0: I am a little older than you so yes I am more Muppet aware um did but I guess you're up? right yeah uh the Muppets debuted on the television program *Salmon Friends*, which aired from 1955
1: to 1961. So, it, how do you know that? I just Why opened
0: up the information page.
1: Okay, you didn't know that. Off- That's
0: good. No, not that. off the dome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, the that Muppet movie worried. from 1979, the Great Muppet Caper from 1981, and of That's course, great. *Muppet State <laughs> Manhattan* from 1984
1: this is all before like way before i was born so ah, but uh, what
0: about this i don't know i
1: don't like
0: i don't you never okay. watched muppets tonight from 1996 to 98 or muppet christmas carol from 92 muppet treasure island from 96 muppets from space
1: 1999 <laughs> no i <laughs> i don't like really of the Muppets. you can just uh, say
0: kermit <laughs> i just say kermit or
1: uh what miss piggy piggy miss piggy gonzo
0: is great She's There's pretty fasty
1: Miss Piggy. So I
0: guess I'll save Sweetest her. Sweetest Chef? And uh Beaker and Benson? <laughs> Come on.
1: <laughs> I don't know any of these. That's okay. I'm too young.
0: Too young. Miss the miss the boat on that one, Will. Um so what what's a more appropriate if you like replace Muppet with another thing? What's your favorite like one a, of that?
1: Like a character I grew <clears throat> up with. Yeah. SpongeBob definitely SpongeBob. So, what's your
0: favorite SpongeBob character?
1: Probably SpongeBob. Like, you gotta
0: go with him. He's the eponymous guy. Man, he's so funny. Like, I laugh my ass off at a
1: SpongeBob episode.
0: So, her favorite muffet is SpongeBob. All right. Well, thank you very much, Will, and everyone. Please follow at Upside Down Trash. He is one of the best, and now one of the worst. <laughs> no uh, question comes in from Tom at Trojan Sauce. And he asks multiple questions and his first question is What is your favorite rap <laughs> album?
1: Wow, you sound to like him.
0: Been working have... on my Tom.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, that's good. Tom and I have talked about hip hop a lot before, so that's why he's asking me. But he's actually showed me I didn't know this was a thing, but like British hip hop is a thing and it's not that bad. Like it sounds like it'd be weird, but it's pretty good. But my pick is All-American, East Coast. I would say Beats, Rhymes, and Life Tribe Called Quest. is my favorite Tribe, album.
0: Tribe Called Quest. Okay, nice. What's your favorite track off that one?
1: Stressed Out, the one with Faith Evans, is probably my favorite song of all time.
0: Cool. If this was Tom's podcast, we'd play the clip right now. <laughs> Speaking of that's Tom's great. podcast, you can yeah, check it out. Good. Interested in music, because he is yeah. interested in music. Um yeah, and you can check it out at interested pod, I think, on Twitter. Uh yeah, and on iTunes, so shout Thank out shout out know. to Tom and his podcast. Oh, and his second question is Weird. Would you rather have a permanent <laughs> cut on the bottom of your foot so it hurt to walk or permanently smell of cabbage?
1: I feel like you sound just like him. <laughs> like, really, really similar. I would have to say, I like walking, you know, so and running, so I would have to say cabbage. I'd just be, you know, the weird chick who smells like cabbage.
0: That'd be all right. And then, you know, you wouldn't be as embarrassed uh, for a surprise pelvic exam. You're just sort of used to it. You're just yeah, saying, yeah, you're like, Yeah, this is how it is.
1: Yeah, like, hey, dude, <laughs> I'm weird. I smell like cabbage. Get up in there.
0: Yeah, don't worry about it. I had to choose between this or having painful feet, so deal with it right never should have angered that wizard all oh, thank you so much tom <laughs> for your questions at Trojan Sauce uh, on twitter and everyone check out his episode of the podcast and also his own podcast uh, a lot of promotion going on there the next question comes from jack at okay i'm still hungry it's his name's not really jack but that's what he goes by at okay i'm still hungry the first question is What's the craziest story you have? So we already answered that. <laughs> Just rewind and listen to the story again. So, right? That's correct? There's not a crazier story. No,
1: that's it. Like, I'm telling you, I was like racking my brain and I was the best. That, that was all I could come up with. All I'm right. Sorry, Fernando. That's, that's the only one.
0: Fernando. Yes. I always forget because his screen name is never that. And number two question. What book have you read that stuck with you for days after?
1: So in, like, the fifth grade, uh, my teacher read to the class Milkweed by Jerry Spinelli. know yeah, Jerry
0: Spinelli. Oh, Jerry yes, Spinelli.
1: Yeah, so Milkweed is about the Holocaust. Mm. And, yeah, and, but it's, like, through the eyes of, like, these, like, 10-year-olds. Like, it's, like, people my age when I first heard, like, when she first read the book Loud to I think about it all the time. I need to I've reread it a lot. I need to reread it again. Yeah. I think about it all the time. It's a really good book and it's kinda nuts like when I think about it that like I don't know, fifth grade seems like a little early to be learning about all this stuff, but I don't know. Well, I guess at the time it wasn't. Like I felt like I understood and it was just haunting. Like it haunted me for weeks. That's Yeah, it's hard to understand as a fifth grader, but I mean I appreciate I appreciate when teachers like read you stuff that most people would think like, Oh, that's like going to be way over their heads, but they trust you enough to understand, you yeah, know? So it was good definitely. to learn about that. Shout
0: out to teachers who are taking those risks. Yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. Well, thank you very much at okay. I'm still hungry. And the next question comes from Maddie at what madness. Two questions. First question is, what do you want to be when you grow up?
1: I want to be Maddie. Aww. Or, I guess if I'm going to be like 100% serious, ideally, I could save a bunch of money and retire early and be a full-time writer and stitcher and embroiderer, sell my artwork
0: okay cool so mostly writing main main focus on writing um and is that like writing fiction or doing sort of research pieces or just like little stories or what, what does it look like fiction fiction long form or some shorties
1: right now i'm working on short stuff but ideally like long like novels
0: novels yes well, that's lovely, and then obviously, the stitching to unwind right after a yep. long day of writing, you head into the stitchery and grab a needle,,
1: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: your stitching, I love- um, I guess while we're talking about it is very cool. You do like cool you. stuff, you know <laughs> this ain't your grandma's stitching, I believe is like your
1: yeah
0: m o so yeah, there was really cool, like really interesting. Interesting and exciting stuff that younger people would be into, not grandma's
1: thank you. I'm very much a beginner, so I don't really know what I'm doing, but I'm having fun, so
0: yeah, and I like the the your choices for you know pieces that you do, so well, when you get that Etsy store up, hit us up, let us know.
1: I'm working on it yeah, actually I had the one of the writers for The Simpsons. Um, comment on one of the Simpsons hoops
0: I did. That was really fun. Did
1: it? Like it? Come true. Oh, yeah. Cool.
0: Which one? Which writer?
1: Caroline something. I can't remember her last name, oh, but maybe. I told my mom, and she blitzed out because my mom's like the number one Simpsons fan. So oh, she's finally proud cool. of me.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Anytime you can, uh, you know, get your parents excited for something that you do, you know, that's good. Yeah. You need that approval. Sure do. All right, and Maddie's second question comes in as: If you could have one superpower, what would it be?
1: Probably teleporting. Like, have you seen? Have you seen the movie Jumper?
0: Oh yeah, I loved it. I thought it was underrated.
1: Right? Like, well, I mean, the guy's like super hot, so that helps. But what about
0: Hayden Christensen.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know was, I
0: met him one time, not to make this about me.
1: Did You seriously?
0: I uh I did. I was working at the Olympics in Vancouver yeah. and you're not really supposed to because there's a ton of like celebrities and everything all all around um where we were working and you really weren't supposed to talk to them at all. But I just saw him and I was like, eh? walked right over and just like shook his hand. I was like, "Hey, I'm Steve. Nice to meet you." alright He'd
1: <laughs> sucked in Star Wars? Did you, did you I
0: did. I didn't say it, but that's what I we all knew him from.
1: I'm uh, sure he heard it.
0: Yeah, but it was cool. He was hanging out with Canadian rapper Chaos and Sam Roberts.
1: Canadian rapper. That's like the funniest
0: phrase. Yeah, it is. Okay, great. So the the superpower is teleporting?
1: Yeah, like that movie, like he he just like traveled all the time. I was like, man, I could get down with that. I can do that.
0: Yeah, and then all of a sudden he's on the top of the Sphinx or whatever.
1: Yeah, right? Like that's totally, that's why. Like the only reason I say that is because like I saw that movie and I was like, shit.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Like, top of the swings is chill. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I could chill up here.
0: Well, I think that's a great pick. A lot of people would be like Flight was a popular one, I think. Uh, Invisibility, another popular one. Oh,
1: that's a good
0: one. But nobody often thinks about teleporting, but it's so obvious. Yeah, that's,
1: that's my
0: number one. Well, great answer. And thank you again for your questions, Maddie, at What Madness with two Ds and two Ss. Next question comes to us from Morgan Sweatpants Share at House underscore Feminist on Twitter and her question, how many people have sketched you to your knowledge and how does it make you feel?
1: Oh my god I'm so sad about this I can't even okay, It's like an inside
0: happened. joke, let's tell it hear the backstory.
1: It's not an inside joke, it's an inside incredibly sad story. So Morgan sketched me she sketched a picture of me she sketched ash and she sketched Allie. and she mailed it out to everybody and as far as i know she like sketched each person and wrote out their tweets and wrote a really sweet note in each of them and screw you USPS because mine got lost in the mail
0: so no.
1: like i never got it i mean i she like showed me a picture of the sketch of me and it was really good but i'm just really sad that like i don't have it in my hands you know i'm hoping like a year from now i'll just randomly get it in the mail
0: Oh, that kind of sucks
1: it's, it's super sucks super God, sucks I yeah i want to go down to the post office and just like you know scream at him, make some shouting at him. but
0: <laughs> yeah oh yeah. man dang well uh, stamps.com I guess <laughs> for this is a podcast joke okay so you Thank lost you so the sketch got years. lost and that's a sad so everyone else got the sketch but you yeah
1: I was the only one but I love Morgan and she she's the best for doing
0: that Morgan's great uh, everyone should definitely be following at house underscore feminist very funny as well and the next question comes from Caitlin at Kate Hulls H-U-L-S and she asks three questions the first of which is what's your favorite book or movie or show or song? Can
1: I say something fun about Caitlin first? Yes! Okay, so Caitlin and I actually went to the same college the same university Clemson University 2016 chance well chance um, <laughs> so we went the exact same years we both went 2012 2015 for three years we both graduated early and we like probably crossed each other on the sidewalks but never met and then we met on twitter and I was like kicking myself like where I had no friends in college I was like where were you I needed you but yeah we went to the same school at the same time so it's oh, pretty man. nuts
0: Man, what's that movie <laughs> closing doors or whatever <laughs>
1: What is that? A thing
0: I'm too young for? Yeah, yeah, that's another older reference. I don't mean to make
1: you sound old, but that does not ring
0: a bell. Sliding Mm -hmm. doors? Yeah, that sounds more like it. I think it was Gwyneth Paltrow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like two different. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What could have been? Anyways, (laughs) if if anyone listening gets that reference, please let me know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So so you could have been besties, like IRL college pals but now your twitter i best
1: yeah she's close though so we might meet up
0: sometime oh definitely do caitlin is great um i definitely recommend a follow for everyone
1: okay so was it what was it like it's
0: whichever one there's like that's a lot right book movie show or song
1: book movie show or song okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna like bam 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 harry potter like all the books my favorite book Old Boy by Kuri Kurosawa, favorite movie. Mm. I Met Your Mother, favorite show. And we already talked about this, but Stressed Out by tri Paul Quest. Quest's was Faith
0: oh. Evans, my favorite song. Paul Quest, nailed it. Well, thank you. You did it all. You did it all. So there you go, Caitlin. Now we can get into the second question. How's Minerva, Bay? She's so good. <laughs>
1: Minerva's my cat, Minnie. Yeah, she's huge.
0: Kevin's going to hate this question
1: learn to love kevin that's (laughs) what i have to say to you
0: the third question do you yell at the tv when you watch football
1: i do but like not as i've actually complained to my best friend about this how not as much as my dad my dad like oh my god just shouts like veins popping out of his forehead like scares the cats like the cats like run for shelter I so I do but not like not like an insane person. Right, like, but that? you
0: also come by it honestly.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: that's lovely. Um and what's your team? The Panthers? College?
1: College or pro?
0: Oh, pro. NFL.
1: So, I no, I'm not one of those like
0: If you live in the place, you have to be the fan.
1: Well, so I think the Panthers thing is kind of a sham cuz it's like they're in North Carolina, okay? Like let's not kid ourselves. They're not they're not, like, bringing any economic benefits here to South Carolina. Like, South Carolinians act like, well, oh, yeah, I'm a Panthers fan, but it's like, they're North Carolina, you know? Yeah. I don't know. The only reason I would cheer for the Panthers is because Luke Keighley is freaking fine. <laughs> but other than that, I am a Detroit gal.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. The Lions. Yes. Yeah. We're
1: going to make or? it
0: someday. Someday. Yeah, this, era, this year I thought they could have been pretty good, but we'll see.
1: They're doing... They're okay. Hey,
0: yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll see. They're okay. So uh, thank you very much, Caitlin, for those great questions. And everyone follow at Kate, C-A-I-T-H-U-L-S, on Twitter for very, very funny stuff. And the next question comes from the aforementioned good hair person on Twitter. And Skep asks, do you have any role models? And if so, whom and why? That
1: grammar is so good. Mm. I I don't know. I think maybe, so a lot of my friends on Twitter are 30, or like in their 30s, and I'm only 23. So... I, kind of my friends on Twitter, honestly. I mean, like a lot of them have 10 more years of life on me and they know more than I do. So, yeah, I mean, they, a lot of them like inspire me to be more grown up.
0: Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great to have that elderly wisdom, sage advice.
1: They're so old.
0: No, i that <laughs> yeah. old.
1: But they're like older enough for me to like, you know they're cool they're cool people i want to be more like them
0: yeah so. well old enough to be out of their 20s right and yeah, everyone has right? to everyone learns all that the stuff in the 20s and then when you're in the 30s you're like oh yeah now you can start yeah. to impart the wisdom yeah like i'm an
1: idiot do. baby right now but they like they know so much more than
0: me about life but so. that's so much more helpful for you and your personal growth as a person right cuz you get to tap all these wells of knowledge and maybe you'll learn before making those same mistakes that we made in the 20s in our 20s
1: no definitely definitely well that's They're lovely so immature and, and they don't look 30 <clears throat> to their credit they look like hot young teens that sounds a little uh <laughs>
0: okay
1: <pedophily. laughs> uh,
0: yeah so you're you're good solid twitter friends and i love that answer and now i think we're winding down to the final question and it comes from valerie at vererie Gouvain. And she asks, if you could have anyone haunt you as a ghost, who would you want it to be and why? That's
1: a good question. Jeez, I don't know. I should have, like, I should have thought about these before. I would say, like, any female, any female, like, from a long time ago. Okay, like, so say, like, Jane Austen. Like, I would say Jane Austen just because I feel like if she followed me around and would see, like, the state of how things are in... She would just lose her goddamn mind. Like, she would just, like, (laughs) just be going apeshit all the time.
0: Like, whip you into shape or what?
1: Just, I mean, she would just, like, see the state of things and be like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? You know, like, new technology and how, like, women are still treated. I feel like she would just lose her shit, and it would just be fun, you know?
0: Yeah. Sense and sensibility on Tinder.
1: Yeah, right? (laughs) Yeah. That's my answer.
0: Very good. So, uh, a strong female figure from the distant past.
1: And she could give me advice on writing. She, could, like, whisper in my ear. Yeah.
0: me Like, you need to correspond with Mr. Darby more. You know, like, his name is yeah, Jim.
1: <laughs> exactly. His
0: name is Todd. Thank you, Valerie, for your question. Thank you, everyone. A lot of great questions. This was great. I love getting uh, a lot of questions. Those make for very fun episodes. And I think this was a very fun episode. So thank you very much for joining me, Maison. And as we wrap it up, let's talk about your Etsy store. <laughs> it's the, I hope that everyone will visit it. I put a link in the show notes and so hopefully there'll be stuff in there soon.
1: No, I'm sorry. It's empty. I keep making gifts for people. Like I have a few friends getting married and I, mm, so I'm like,
0: was taking up all your stitch time. Yeah.
1: yeah. But I hope to have stuff up there soon. So please,
0: yeah, if you're listening to this in the distant future, check it out. could be up.
1: I have good ideas. It's, it's going to be up there soon.
0: Yeah, again, like I said, very good ideas. I love all the stuff. And who knows, maybe I'll commission some artwork.
1: Ooh, actually, I had a Twitter friend. Um, I like That was my first sale on Etsy was a Twitter friend had me make a patch of, have you seen the movie,
0: uh, The Birdcage? With Nathan Lane and Robin Williams? Yes. And Hangazaria?
1: area. Mm-hmm, yeah. I'd never seen it, but he asked me to make a patch, so I watched the movie while I made the patch.
0: Oh, that's cool, to really infuse that flavor.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, it was, it was good. It was my first commissioned piece ever.
0: Oh, that's amazing. Well, congratulations, and many more to come, I'm sure. Uh, if anyone wants to get at you, they can just hit you up via Twitter.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: amazing shouting. Check her out. Ask her to knit, uh, to stitch you something cool. Yes, please. All right, and so that's the end of the episode. Anyone we want to shout out, you can do that, and I will play the theme. I think we should shout out Sarah at Catstronomical, yes. friend of the show, because she's a, a pal of yours, right?
1: Yes, I want to shout out the two people. She's the first one. I visited her. I I love her. She sent me a pack, a really elaborate package about a month ago, and I was having an awful day. And when I opened it, I just cried because it was the best, oh. most thoughtful gift ever. So, Sarah, I love you and Vito. And uh, Maddie, who asked us a question, um, she sent me a package last week, and again, it was just the sweetest thing ever. Dang, so, you get I all just-
0: kinds of packages. That's a, that's what I was saying. You're so popular. Everyone loves you. So anyone who's not following you now, get, get with the program. Cause everyone loves Mason. And so thank you very much for that.
1: Yes, follow me and send me a package. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Just know that, like, you can make real friends on Twitter because the friends I found are amazing. So so those are my shout-outs.
0: Hooray. Thank you for all the shout-outs. And now I will play the podcast theme to end the show. Yay. Yay, we did it. So thank you very much. What a great episode.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Uh, Thank you for coming on see you online yeah
1: bye Stephen
0: well that's it I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with Mason as much as I enjoyed making it which was very much if you did be sure to check out her episode of making friends with Mark McGark podcast and also follow Mason on Twitter at Mason Shouting also follow at FOTSPOD and send a question for future guests and maybe follow at Skinner Steven. Please and thank you. Point your browser to www.stephenwskinner.com for all the episodes and subscribe on your iPhone or Android device to get a new episode every week. Thank you to Ruby Coast for the music and thank you so much for listening. Have a great one.